All right, guys. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? All right. Um, I wasn't going to do a show tonight, but I decided, what the fuck? Let's do it. Let's do the goddamn show, right? Look at this. I got the party light going on. The party light is on. It's a disco up in here. It's a party. Woo! What? Look at this. Clemson Tigers. We are the national championships this year. Wait. We are the national champions this year. We're not the national championship. We are the national champions. Three times. 81, 2016, 2018. So, I thought I'd display that. My Eagles played yesterday and they lost to the Saints. I was hoping we were going to get a repeat of the... Um, Super Bowl champs as well with the Eagles, but not going to happen this year. So, what can you do, man? Only one championship at a time, right? Um, what is it? Today is Monday, um, January the 14th. This will come out on the 15th. I had a big day today, really. I went over to. <coughs> Excuse me. Went over to Mount Pleasant. Had a, an appointment over there. An ortho appointment for my neck and my shoulder. <sighs> Man, I just got so many, <laughs> I got so many things going on right now. Uh, I had neck surgery a couple years ago. Had a C6 and 7 fused in my neck. Had the disc taken out and uh, the bones fused there. C6, C6 C7. Uh, it's been doing pretty good, for the most part. But recently I've had some uh, discomfort in my right neck and kind of into my shoulder and down through the, the medial border of my shoulder blade down to the bottom. Uh, kind of that whole complex there from the the upper trap to the to the middle trap to the rhomboids down to the to the lower uh, lat type area all the way out to the shoulder you know down through here um, probably have a rotator cuff injury I've got some major arthritis going on there from an injury I had back years ago had a grade 2 uh, separation in the AC joint which is the acromial clavicular joint AC AC acromular acromial clavicular joint So anyway, what was I saying? So I went out to Mount Pleasant and had that appointment. And since I was out there, I said, you know what? Let me drive backwards because I was at Long Point Road at the at the exit there where uh, Westbrook Brewing Company is, Ghost Monkey Brewing, uh, Two Blokes Brewing. And I'd never been to Dockery's Brewing Company out there on Daniel Island. So I said, you know what? Let me backtrack and go up the go up 526 there, Interstate 526 highway interstate i don't know what, uh, i don't know what it's called but i said let me go back up there and let me go to daniel island and let me hit that brewery because i've never been there before since i was out there and by the way guys if you didn't know i did the running episode you know i think was the the last episode i did live i did a recycled episode this past friday but i did the running episode so 
I had been running. Today was the 10th day, and since I was out on Daniel Island, I said, you know what, let me just run on Daniel Island, and then I'll go from there to go drink some beer. So that's what I did. I had, luckily, I had a dry bag that has been in there. It's probably been in there for the past two or three months. I can't even remember when I put that dry bag in there, but it was a, I went, I went, uh, myself, Kara, uh, and Gordon went out and did a kayak trip down from, fuck, I can't even remember what it is. We went on the north fork of the Edisto down to the confluence of the south fork. We went, uh, I know we put out at Zigzag Landing. What was the damn name of the landing that we put in at? Killcare. Killcare Landing, we went down to Zigzag. Ever since then, I've had this dry bag in my in my truck. It had a, a pair of sweatpants in it. It had a uh, kind of a, a water-resistant uh, jacket, running jacket, uh, a change of underwear. And at one point, it had a long sleeve shirt in it, but I actually used that shirt during that trip, so that's uh, been washed since then. But this dry bag has been sitting in the back of my truck since then with, with the uh, sweatpants, the waterproof jacket and a pair of underwear in it so that happened to be in my truck while I was over there Uh, I was wearing uh, exactly what I'm wearing right now these jeans I had a t-shirt on and this jacket when I got over there I changed out of this into the sweatpants the other jacket I left this t-shirt on Um, I put uh, some different underwear on and I did a, a little mile point three one uh, three run out there on Daniel Island on the trail. It wasn't fantastic. I mean, the run itself was good. I like I enjoyed it. I had a good time, but time was not well. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying tonight, guys. If I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm a little intoxicated. I've been out since, uh, let's see, my appointment was at 145 over Mount Pleasant. I probably got over to Dockery's around um, close to 3 o'clock. I sat there until after 5, trying to wait out the traffic on 526, you know, going back towards town because it's just horrible. So I waited that out. I had uh, two different flights. I had a IPA slash pale ale flight of uh, four different beers. And then I had another kind of a darker flight. I had an English uh, pale, had a ESB. I had a dark lager or Swartz beer. And what else was there? A stout and then I had a couple more beers after that. I had a double IPA, a New England, New England style IPA, and then I had a, a bourbon barrel aged stout. So quite a few things there at Dockery's. And you know what? I enjoyed it, man. Dockery's was the shit. The food was super fucking expensive. I mean, I don't even know if I would go there to eat, to be honest with you. I would probably go there to drink, and that is about it. Um, it's a nice place. It's beautiful it's perfect it's look, it looks good but the food is fucking expensive man and you know they need to dial that shit down to be honest 
but the beer was good. I had a really good time with the beer. What am I getting at? So I left there. Um, a good buddy of mine, Joshua Jarman, was playing his first gig over there at Ice House, uh, downstairs at the Ice House. So I jettisoned back to Somerville, and I went to the Ice House downstairs. I had an Ocean's, uh, not, not an Ocean's, a Jefferson's uh, Reserve Ocean's whiskey over there, which was the bomb. I mean, it's one of my favorite whiskeys that, uh, that, that uh, is out there right now. So I had that. I listened to a little bit of Joshua Jarman's music kind of from afar. I couldn't actually get into where he was playing because he was playing in the restaurant where you had to have a table. So I sat at the bar downstairs at the Ice House. So I heard it, you know, from a distance. Had that uh, whiskey, and then I went over to Homegrown Brew House at 117 South Main Street, downtown Somerville. Excuse me, they were doing the Somerville Underground bottle share for tonight. Normally the first Monday of every of every month, but uh, we had a snafu last uh, Monday. It was actually the this game right here, the Clemson Tigers National Championship game last Monday, and we actually shut down the bar that day. So tonight was the the first Monday of the month bottle share. I don't know what, what was there. Eight people, nine people, I guess, was in there. Were in there, was in there, were in there, right? Because there's a bunch of them. So was would be singular. Were is a bunch of people. So there was eight to nine people in there. I came in and kind of said hi to everybody. Had me a, a cerveza. Uh, saw a girl. I can't. I can't even remember her name. That works at Coastal Coffee and uh, waved at her. Had a good time. A lot of people were talking about the Route 66 roulette that's coming up on Wednesday. Uh, matter of fact, I stopped into Wine and Tapas before I went over to Homegrown Brew House, and Fleming Moore was playing over there on his Acoustic Mondays at Wine and Tapas. And he was over there talking to people about the Route 66 Wednesdays as well. So hopefully this Wednesday is going to be a pretty popular night. We had it last Wednesday I don't think I've talked about it last Wednesday we started this uh, route 66 roulette uh, Fleming and I talked about it on the podcast we did from homegrown a little bit a little bit ago basically uh, what was it last Wednesday we had 60s nights so we had a bunch of uh, we had 12 60s bands when you come in the door, you get a playing card numbered 1 through 12. <clears throat> uh, let's say you have number 6. And let's say that the band uh, listed a number 6 on that week was Grateful Dead. I'm not sure if that's what it was. So we spin a wheel. It's called the Wheel of Misfortune. Spin it. It's got 12 different numbers on it. Let's say we, I spin it and that uh, spin gets up on number 6. Well, number 6 is the Grateful Dead. If you have number six in your hand, you raise it up above your head. Hey, I got number six. The artist that is up there, it's an interactive open mic, so there's a bunch of artists there with their guitars and whatever uh, willing to play. If that artist can play a song by The Grateful Dead, 
then you win a free sample of beer. Whatever beer you want on the wall of uh, 30 plus beers. And, you know, we, we try and have 40, plus, uh, 40 beers on the wall, but sometimes it's uh, 30 or so. So you win a sample of any beer you want on the wall. If that artist cannot play a song by whoever is the number six artist, then nobody wins. So we spin again. Maybe that uh, that um, singer song songwriter that is up there at the stage at the time might play just an original tune. They may play something else, a cover tune, whatever. We might spin again and get a new number and try and find something else. But regardless, there's going to be music. <clears throat> play. So what's going to happen this Wednesday is 70. So right now we have, um, let me spell it out for you. Let me look it up. Right now. So this week's artists are for Route 66 Roulette this Wednesday. What's today? 14th. So on the 16th of January, Route 66 Roulette, 7 to 9. These are the artists that we have selected. I selected these artists, as a matter of fact. Number one, Bob Seger. Number two, Bruce Springsteen. Number three, Kiss. Number four, The Ramones. Number five, Queen. Number six, Rainbow. Number seven, Steely Dan. Number eight, The Sex Pistols. Number nine, The Eagles. Number 10, ACDC. Number 11, Leonard Skinner. Number 12, Van Halen or Van Hagar. Whatever you want to do, Van Hagar is maybe not 70s, probably 80s. But if you if you throw a Van Hagen in there, I'm not gonna penalize you, penalize you, penalize you. What do you say? Is it penalized or penalized? Penalized, penalized, penalized. One of those words. So. <clears throat> Whatever it lands on. So I spin the wheel. It lands on number six. That's Rainbow. If the artist that is up at the time, hopefully we're going to have four to five to six different artists in there. If they can play a song by Rainbow, then whoever has number six in their hand is going to win a sample of beer, whatever beer they want. So that's it. Route 66 or Roulette. It's an interactive open mic that we're doing at Homegrown on Wednesdays. Get out there. It's fantastic. We had a great time last Wednesday. And hopefully this Wednesday is going to be even better. Even better. Yeah. Uh, what else here? Hold on. I got to look at my notes. I had some notes, actually. Yeah. I went to, <clears throat> well, I went to, myself and Kara went to Rock Hill Brewing Company. Well, we went to Rock Hill. Let's start there. went to Rock Hill. We took a road trip. We were going to go up to Legal Remedy Brewing Company, which I've been up there many times. Decided we'd go up and see some of the new breweries that were opened up. Um, so we took a road trip. Went up there. There's three new breweries that have opened in the last six months. <clears throat> One is Dust Off Brewing Company. The other is Rock Hill Brewing Company, and the other is Slow Play Brewing Company. Slow Play, <clears throat> Rock Hill is kind of self-explanatory. Dust Off, 
I'll look it up, but uh, Slow Play Brewing Company is a play on, um, it's a brew, uh, fuck, it's a, um, it's a poker themed brewing company. Slow play is something that you do when you play poker. You slow play it. Everything else in there is uh, is poker themed. From the beer to just whatever. The, the logo, everything is poker themed. So it was kind of cool. And all these, all these fucking brews were goddamn good, man. They were awesome. All the beer was great. Dust off brewing. We're going to go there. Like I said, I'm a little, I'm a little tipsy, guys. I've had quite a bit to drink. Dust off. That is not where I wanted to go. I wanted a description of Dust Off Brewing Company. Dust off. Untapped. No, I just want the, I want the fucking, I want the page. The page. Dust Off Brewing Company. Here's the Facebook page. Man, my internet is so slow. I need an, in, an, an intern, guys. I need somebody to sit in this corner back here or sit in this corner over here and look up shit like this. Um, like Joe, Joe Rogan has, Theo Vaughn has, all these goddamn podcasts has people that are looking up shit for them. And I'm sitting here trying to look up stuff and I'm, I'm, um, I'm wasting time. I'm pausing. I'm, I have a lot of silence going on. I need somebody to pull this shit up. I need to pull up on this TV. I need to be able to talk about it. Dust Off Brewing Company. Let's see. About. It doesn't even say anything. Here's the website. Click on that. Are you 21? Yes, I'm 21. That's a stupid fucking question. Brewery. Okay, we here at Dust Off Brewing Company are focused on making the brewery the center of neighborhood life and not simply just a place to eat and drink. We strive to be your third place, which is a cornerstone of gatherings and friendships. Third place, that seems, <laughs> we want to be, you should be the first place. Why are you going to be third place? Third place is not even a, a place, really. First and second are where you want to be. Why are we third place? All right, our name. According to dustoff.org, the call sign Dustoff comes from the radio call sign given to the first air medical helicopter evacu evacuation unit in Vietnam, the 57th Medical Detachment, <clears throat> which arrived in country in 1962. The 57th initially communicated internally on any vacant frequency it could find. In Saigon, the Navy support activity which controlled all call words used in call signs in South Vietnam, allowed the 57th to adopt the call sign Dust Off. This call sign epitomized the 57th medical evacuation's missions. Since the countryside was then dry and dusty, helicopter pickups in the fields often blew dust, dirt, blankets, and shelter halves all over the men on the ground. <clears throat> on the ground. Nearly all evacuation helicopters throughout the Vietnam War 
assume the call sign dust off, followed by a numerical destination. The exception being the air ambulances of the 1st Cavalry Division, and no one ever attempted to change this during the remainder of the conflict. Though other call signs regularly changed, both ground and aviation units refused to refer to these evacuation helicopters by, by any other call sign. By adopting dust-off in those early stages of the Vietnam War, the legend was born. We chose a name as an homage to our armed forces and a nod to one of our founders, Josh, who was a Black Hawk pilot in South Carolina, in the South Carolina National Guard. We hope to honor the name and grow the legend by delivering great beer to our community. Uh, the goal at Dustoff, simply put, we want to deliver high-quality craft beer in a comfortable and inviting setting. Although we have our favorite beers, we also appreciate many different beer styles. We want to offer a few well-balanced go-to beers that are available year-round, as well as some more interesting limited production and seasonal offerings. When you come to our tap room, we want you to be able to discover great new beers, but also get a beer that you already love. Some come on, uh, so come on by and check out our latest offerings, as well as our tried and true favorites. There you go. Dustoff Brewing was founded by craft beer enthusiasts Josh and David. Initially, their love of beer was limited to consuming it. Most recently, Josh put that enthusiasm into enthusiasm into action when he started home brewing in his garage. After brewing on his own for a bit, he invited David to join him. Through trial and error, and through brewing many batches, they produced some great beers that they shared with friends and family. Eventually, they decided it was time to take their extensive amateur experience and turn professional so they can share their beer with, a large, with the large Rock Hill community. They would love for you to come on by and try a pint or two and let them know what you think. Man, it was tough to get through that. My mouth, my mouth was very dry on that. Alright, so. Um, did I discuss running already? So, I'm running. I did it on the uh, running podcast. Oh, my son Alec at the Daily Runner, D A L E Y Runner, um, on Instagram. I think he's on day fifty-three right now. He's been doing it for a while. I decided to join him and start my own three hundred sixty-five days of running. I just finished up day uh, day ten today. Uh, let's see. He's on day 55, as a matter of fact. So follow him, The Daily Runner, on Instagram. And get motivated, get inspired, get inspirational. And get out there and get moving. I'm on day 10. I'm way behind. I wish I would have started when he started. It would have been kind of cool if we were both on the same trek. You know, if we were both at uh, day 55 today, would be awesome. But I'm on day 10. And you know what? I'm going to be lucky to get to day 11 because it sucks. You know, I used to be, god damn it, I used to be a mega runner. And I talked about this in the running episode. I I wouldn't go a day without running six to seven miles. And now I'm struggling to even run a mile. I don't even know if I can call it running a mile. 
I have not, in 10 days, I have not run a mile consistently yet. I have ran, jogged really, and walked a mile and maybe a little bit of a mile plus. I have not run a mile consistently yet. And it sucks, you know. Fuck, I used to be a fantastic runner. I ran all the time. I ran so many races, 5Ks, 10Ks, 8-milers, 10-milers, half-marathons, marathons, marathons, ultra-marathons, triathlons. (sighs) And now I'm struggling to run a goddamn mile. Um, I'm not making excuses, but... You know, I've got a few things going on that are making it tough to even run. But I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna I'm gonna get there. I'm not gonna let it get me down. I'm gonna get past it. I'm gonna persevere, I guess you could say. But it's really pissing me off. Um, <laughs> it's really Oh, it's really pissing me off. I get out there and I, I have all the good intentions. I'm going to go after midnight tonight, as a matter of fact. It's, um, what time is it right now? It's 10.13. Um, at the stroke of midnight, I'm probably going to do my day 11. Um, I prefer to do the running in the evening times or in the nighttime, in the witching hour, whatever you want to call it, after midnight, the witching hour. My mom says it's uh, dangerous, but um, I'm the danger. Uh, I'm not. I'm not worried about what's what's out there after midnight. I will handle whatever whatever is out there. But I prefer it. Uh, there's nobody on the road. It's kind of calming. It's a it's a little bit cooler temperature, so you don't sweat as much. Uh, one of the conditions I have um, causes me to kind of be overheated to begin with. So. I kind of like the the cooler temperature. So I'm going to try and get out there after midnight tonight. I may I may not. I might I might fall asleep after I do this podcast. But because, you know, it's I got 2 hours to wait before before the next day comes, but I keep why am I saying but so much? But but, 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 but. So, yeah, it'll be day 11. I'm trying to match my son, my youngest son, Alec, at the Daily Runner on Instagram. I'm trying to match him and do 365 days of consistent, consecutive running. Will I get there? I don't know. You have to follow and, and find out. Keep track. Keep up. Stay tuned, I guess. I want to. I I know I can. I was going to say I think I can, but I know I can. It's just a matter of whether my body lets me do it. Um, And eventually I'm going to get into what I'm talking about as far as if my body lets me do it, but I don't feel like getting into it this evening. Hmm. I'm wearing a, I think I, no, I didn't tout this. I, I said this on my running the other day. I had a, um, 
I had a t-shirt on, not a t-shirt, it was a long sleeve shirt from the Humpies Marathon that I've ran uh, like three times out there in Alaska. Humpies was a the name of a, um, I guess it was a brew house out there. It wasn't a brewery. They didn't brew their own beer, but they had a lot of good local beer out there and they had some great food. It was a nice uh, nightlife spot there in downtown Anchorage. I think it was off of... Uh, 5th Street, maybe 6th Street, something like that. Uh, Humpy's, great restaurant. If you're in Anchorage, go to Humpy's. But uh, I've ran that marathon three times, and right now I've got this shirt on, or this jacket. My parents uh, bought this from my oldest son, Brian, out in Flagstaff. He works at uh, Paragon Athletics. He's one of the main trainers out there. And uh, bought me this jacket. So it's got a nice logo on the front. It's got the same giant logo on the back. <clears throat> it's a super comfortable jacket. I need to wash it. It's got some barbecue sauce on it from the past couple nights. But um, it's a great jacket. Uh, I don't even know what I was getting to there. Let's see what else I had on the list here. Clemson. Let's talk about that. They're uh, the national championships, uh, national champions. They beat Alabama. We are now tied up uh, two to two as far as Clemson and Alabama rivalry goes in the uh, in the championship series. So we have three national championships. You know, we won in 1981 with uh, Danny Ford. That was uh, just a fantastic win. That was back in the day. 81, what, I was nine years old when we won that first national championship, and I can still remember it. My uh, two uncles, uh, Jimmy and Richard, were huge Clemson fans, and, man, any chance they got, they um, talked about Clemson, they raved about Clemson, they uh, gave myself and my oldest brother, Bruce, and sometimes Kevin, you know, Kevin came along a little bit bit later on, but... uh, me and Bruce, you know, got all the Clemson gear from uh, my two uncles, Jimmy and Frederick, uh, uh, Jimmy and um, Richard. They have both passed on. They're actually younger brothers of my father's, and they have both um, passed away, which is tragic, you know, to see your younger brothers go before you do. They were huge fans, and they would be so proud. Uh, but neither one of them were alive for the 2016 national championship, or obviously the 2018. So they would both be so proud that uh, the Clemson Tigers finally made it and uh, accumulated a couple new national championships. And. I'm so sad that they didn't get a chance to see it, but I'm also just so glad that um, it happened. Yeah. All right, enough of that. Um, I talked about the open mic, the uh, Route 66. I talked about uh, starting running. I started on January 5th and is now the, what is it? The, oh, shit. It's the 14th, so... Like I said, today was day 10. 
Uh, we talked about Dust Off Brewing Company, Legal Remedy Brewing Company, Rock Hill Brewing Company, Slow Play Brewing Company. All of them fantastic up there in Rock Hill. Get out there and see them. Uh, oh, I'm watching this. God, man, I'm watching this show on uh, Slash. I, I want to say a new show, but it's not new. I think it came out in 2017. I'm not sure where it originated. If it was um, an FX show or a TNT show or a CW show, I'm not sure where it started. Let's look it up. It's called Slasher. It is on Netflix. And Jesus fucking Christ. This show. Oh, it actually started in 2016. This says it's on Amazon uh, Prime as well, but I'm watching uh, watching it on Netflix. It's award winning. Man, where did it start? I don't know where it started, but it is crazy. And I mean, you talk about you talk about gruesome. You talk about. Um, in your face, scary. I don't even know all the words, really. I'm gonna take a sip of this. This is Long Branch uh, whiskey from, it's a wild turkey whiskey variation. It's promoted by uh, Matthew McConaughey. It's called Long Branch. Ah, man. It's got a little bit of bite to it. I got it on the rocks right now. Actually, there was uh, three rocks in there. They've uh, melted and dissolved into the whiskey. It's got a nice uh, little balance to it now. <clears throat> it's not quite as harsh as it was. Long Branch. If you haven't had it, get out there. It's got a great price point. It's um, Like I said, it's by Wild Turkey. It's a variation that Matthew McConaughey has put his name onto. Let's look it up. I, you know, actually, I pulled it up. Let's take a look. Whiskey review. Here we go. Wild Turkey Long Branch Bourbon. Wild Turkey is a brand with a notable amount of name recognition. Nonetheless, it has gone through a reintroduction in the last couple of years, with the Academy Award-winning actor Matthew McConaughey joining the company as creative director in 2016. He has since appeared as a new face of the brand. In its advertisements, as well as becoming more integrated, integrated into the company behind the scenes, this spring marked the launch of Wild Turkey Long Branch, a rare and small batch Kentucky bourbon refined with Texas mesquite and oak charcoals, charcoals, a Kentucky Texas melting. While McConaughey is from Texas and Wild Turkey has its roots in Kentucky, each also has. Uh, crossover into other states. McConaughey's parents met while attending the University of Kentucky and one of Eddie Russell's sons now lives in Austin, Texas, which happens to be McConaughey's, McConaughey's hometown. This helps serve as inspiration in the development of Long Branch. So, I keep going on. There's a whole bunch of stuff in here. Um, this is what it looks like right here. Man, I wish I had an intern, but this is, can you see it guys? 
that's what the bottle looks like. Go out there and get your bottle of it. It is fantastic and the price is on point. It is not super expensive and it is really tasty. So for the price, point is well worth it. Long Branch. Here we go, tasting notes. Let's see what this says. Vital Satch, Long Branch is made from eight, eight-year-old wild turkey bourbon which has a mash bill of 70% corn, 13% rye, and 10% malted barley. Excuse me. It is further refined through a proprietary, proprietary, God, proprietary, <laughs> I can't say this word. It is further refined through a proprietary, proprietary process involving two separate charcoal filtration methods. The first using charcoal from American white oak, the second using charcoal from Texas Mesquite wood. Bottled at 43% ABV or 86% proof. 86 proof. A 750 milliliter bottle of Long Branch retails for an average of $35. Uh, it's rich and viscous gold in, in appearance. The nose is the sweetness of corn and vanilla syrup complemented by a light toasted graininess. I couldn't help but think of pancakes in a toasty undercurrent. The palate, which is on the mouth, the taste of caramel apples is quickly dominated with spicy, slightly peppery heat and a subtle smokiness, a hint of char and oak, a touch of underripe stone fruit in the aftertaste and a nice acidity to balance things out overall. Start to finish, there's a pleasant, enveloping warmth that is smooth and soothes going down. There you go. I like it. I think it's great. For the price point, it's a fantastic uh, bourbon. Get out there and get you some. All right. So as we wrap this up, guys, the Clemson Tigers are the new national champions for the year. The Eagles did not quite make it to the Super Bowl. We got a party light going on. I'm drinking some Long Branch. I went to Dockery's and had some fantastic beer, and I'm doing 365 days of running. So that's a recap of everything we talked about. This is a weird episode. I'm a little intoxicated, but we did it. We did it, guys. We did it together. You and I, you and us, you and we, everybody, we got it done. I'm going to have some guests coming up here soon. I got Christopher Tracy coming on. I have Matthew Chrisman, who's going to be playing at Homegrown Brewhouse on the February 7th. Uh, I got Dan Riley coming in. He's playing uh, this coming week, Friday. As a matter of fact, the third Friday of the month. Um, Scotty Oliver is going to be coming back into the studio. He's playing the third Thursday of the month this week. We got a lot of guests coming up. I'm trying to get um, Peter and Malachi in. They are the whiskey connoisseurs, whiskey drink makers over there downstairs at the Ice House. I'm going to have them, those guys coming in. <clears throat> we have a lot of guests coming in here shortly. So stay tuned, guys, and always be vigilant. <laughs> yeah, do that, and we will talk. See you soon.